At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza tour. If you don't have a bet leading up to the game, We'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VSIN Live on Twitter. At Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And on Twitter, use the hashtag, VSIN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it here on the show. Coming up, Maction takes center stage on this Tuesday night with not one, not two, but three games currently in progress. Eastern Michigan, Akron, Ohio, Miami of Ohio, Ball State, Toledo, but the football doesn't stop there. We're going to recap the biggest live betting swings from week nine in the National Football League, plus night two of college basketball, a much lighter card, but we'll discuss some live betting strategies for the upcoming season here. And finally, a full card in the NHL highlighted by Oilers, Lightning, and then Predators and my Seattle Kraken. But right now, Wes, is there a live bet to be made at this moment, well, we got two games at the half right now. Eastern Michigan twenty-four to fourteen over Akron, Ohio ten to seven over uh, Miami. I'm gonna go on the second half. This is not something I had a pre-flop. I'm gonna go under twenty-seven Ooh. for the Eastern Michigan and Akron. Okay, what? Uh, and uh, you're I see you loading up the apps there. You're firing yes. in and stuff. But uh, when you get a second, because right now that score being twenty-four fourteen. Uh, between Eastern Michigan and Akron, what led you to looking at the side they're taking the under in this contest? Under was getting bad uh, before kickoff. It did close 57, so not a huge drop. You've got 38 in the first half and, uh, you know, got a late score. Whenever you get like that late score right before halftime, I often think that that inflates it a little bit, gives you a little bit to call the second half. Uh Okay, polls are closed. Why are you guys calling me? <laughs> <laughs> First but, spam call. <laughs> yes, but 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 anywho, uh, you know, you've got 68 or 38 right now, and then add 27, 65. So a touchdown bigger than it was ended up a, a pre-flop. So under 27 for the second half. And then I will be looking at Ohio and Miami. Mm-hmm. I took Miami plus three. I know I have it in our contest. Money lined in a parlay, Miami money line, and then Ball State plus 
11 uh, on a bad number, obviously, because Daquan Finn, the quarterback, got ruled probable, and he is playing for Toledo, but so far tied at seven early second quarter. Yeah, that game ended up closing there. The Ball State and Toledo game closed 14 over at DraftKings. So I played that at a bad number as well. I went ahead and took the money line on Ball State at plus 350. That money line price, uh, pulling it up right now, that ended up closing a little higher than plus 350. It ended up being plus 420 over at DraftKings in some spots, plus 450. So uh, I am on Ball State on the money line for the rollover contest, and we will see how that one goes there. But right now you think that you're just kind of waiting to see how the market populates in Ohio versus Miami of Ohio yeah, for a, the second half? a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ohio uh, got a field goal late to uh, mm-hmm. take that 10-7 lead. Just looking at the stats here, Ohio has been the dominant team, 226 to 113, so exactly doubling up Miami. Uh, No turnover so far yet. Gabbert, Brett Gabbert, the brother of Blaine Gabbert, just came back a couple weeks ago, and Miami finds themselves at four and five. This is a rivalry game. This one you need to win if you think you might have a shot at bowl eligibility, but uh, nevertheless, Ohio with the lead. And, uh, you know, now we're getting into all these uh, these uh, games or all these conference battles, if you will, especially the Mac. Now that they're on weeknights, Ohio, by the way, four and one in the East Division. They are tied with Bowling Green and Buffalo Toledo four and one ball state three and two. So the top two in the Western Division going at it tonight. So uh, Miami has slipped, though, down uh, two and three in the league, four and five in the conference. They were projected to be the favorite early on this season. Has there been anything that you've been able to kind of glean from like these first couple of weeks of like the weekday action action that we've been getting here? Any sort of trend that you've been picking up on? I mean, it is kind of hard because these teams, I think, are really equal. There's not a dominant team in this conference. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not there. There used to be that one standout team, whether it was Northern Illinois or it was, uh, you know, Western Michigan when B.J. Fleck was there, rode the boat and they got into a, a New Year's six game. Uh, I believe Northern Illinois got into the they Orange well. Bowl years ago. Yeah. So you always kind of have Central Michigan had a couple of good teams, especially when Brian Kelly was there. So you always had that like one team at the top. But now everybody's really equal. I think the transfer portal has like killed this league because what happens is. A lot of these kids in the Midwest, they dream of playing in the Big Ten, don't get the offer they wanted, so they end up at a Mac school. But now it's like if somebody develops, you get these Big Ten schools or these other Power Five schools, and they can go in and just pick apart this talent. Yeah, no, those kids go out there, and to their credit, they put out some good tape, and then they go get picked up by some of these bigger schools. So the Mac almost becoming, I don't want to call it this because it's probably a derogatory term, but a feeder conference Mm -hmm. there maybe kind of balances out the power like you were mentioning to where some of these underdogs end up being a little bit more live yeah. or just a little bit more profitable than what they used to be in the past just because everyone's kind of playing towards the middle here. Uh, speaking of which, Ball State, you mentioned you're on the money line or on, on the points. I'm on the money line with the Cardinals there. They're tied up with Toledo 7-7 right now early in the second quarter, West, the live number. Toledo laying 7.5, totals now at 51.5. Based on where you're sitting, based on where I'm sitting, I think I'm all right rolling the dice here, seeing how this sits out. But uh, anything for you, if you didn't have a bet into this game, looking at those numbers right yeah, now? Yeah, nothing really for me. Uh, pretty even. Toledo's a little bit ahead in yardage. But you've got a quarterback coming back from injury who's a little bit rusty. Obviously, you know, at 11 where I took it, 11 and a half rather, you know, goes up to 13 and a half. So, you know, the market obviously reacts on an injury and it doesn't take as much to move a game on a Tuesday night, you know, when mm-hmm. the card's not very big and there's a lot less betters in the market. So I'm fine with where I am. Look, Ball State, you know, hung in there last week and got the running game going in the second half. So we'll see if they do the same thing this week. The passing game has been pretty atrocious mm-hmm. for Ball State. Yeah, they're going to need to get nine. the running game going. Yeah, three of nine for three yards, Paddock is right now. And he's been under duress a little bit in this game. And it just feels like their timing is just off. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see Steele, he, he was a workhorse last week for Ball State in their win uh, over Kent State. Tonight he's eight carries, 38 yards, and a touchdown. And the touchdown that they scored was on a short field there in that second quarter. It felt like they were kind of – or sorry, in the first quarter, I should say, it felt like they were getting some of the field position breaks, and seems like that's going to be the way that they try to score. It's I don't know if they can drive the length of the field given that they have no passing game. Right, right. They're going to have to rely a lot on Carson Steele, and he was the, he yeah. was the man last week. Uh, got him that win on the road. Is uh, Finn going to try to convert that third down? Nothing doing. You could tell 
he's very rusty in his return mm-hmm. for the uh, Rockets tonight. So uh, Ball State sends Toledo three and out. And, you know, that's interesting that you bring up uh, Finn coming back here from, from injury and all that stuff. And I feel like a lot of times when that quarterback comes back, the market instantly reacts, and it should, to mm-hmm. like, oh, QB1 is back, let's bet this team right. or whatever. But you forget that these guys – when they're questionable and they haven't been playing, they haven't been practicing either. Mm-hmm. Timing could be off. They're just not really used to the live bullets coming their way there. We right. see it in the NFL. We also see it in the college ranks as well to where I, I almost kind of like fading teams when they get their quarterbacks back. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and you know, I wish I would have actually done it and had the foresight to do it in the first half. This did go up to seven and a half where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, it takes two scores to beat me in a 30 minute. So sometimes I like to do that, you know, when there's steam going one way and fade it in the first half. And because a lot of times when people follow this steam, they end up chasing, you know, they're, they're more often than not, they're going to be behind and mm-hmm. they're going to have to play catch up and hope that they're getting it for the second half. So look, Ball State's motivated too. five and four, one game away from bowl eligibility. It's not only, you know, and it's plus for it's for first place in the conference yeah. here. So you got a motivated underdog. So I didn't necessarily agree with that move going all the way to 13 and a half. Yeah, no, neither did I because I bet it at, <laughs> on the money line when the line was sitting at 11 and a half. And right. yes, you know, sometimes the market will bounce back against you and say you're wrong, but we'll see how it plays out on the field. It uh, looks like we're about to get the action back underway between Eastern Michigan and Akron right now. That game 24 to 14. Uh, for some reason, not really getting a box score. Here on this game, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I was trying to find it uh, elsewhere as well. Actually, uh, I do have it up at another app. Uh, okay. Eastern Michigan two forty three, Akron one seventy, uh, Eastern Michigan uh, one sixty three, passing to one sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams running the ball okay. Just the one turnover uh, for Akron, but uh, twenty four to fourteen, and then uh, you look. It was ten seven after the first quarter, and then twenty four to fourteen, I believe. That there, yeah, there was a late score by Eastern Michigan to put it at twenty-four to fourteen. I think the game was well over the total for the first half already at twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. So cleared it by two scores. So I thought good time to come in on the under at twenty-seven. There we go. So we will be rooting for no points, <laughs> or at least fewer yes. points in this Eastern Michigan Akron game. There in the second half, that total ended up closing fifty-seven and a half over at DraftKings. We're also rooting for Ball State to go ahead and win that one. Uh, not just for our own pockets, but also for the contest. Mm-hmm. So the rollover contest with mm-hmm. the guys from Prime Primetime. If you're just joining us now and haven't been following along since last week there, uh, Tim Murray, Sean King, Britton Hess, the producer of that show. Uh, they, they, we're doing this rollover contest since we have a football game every single day all the way up until the day before Thanksgiving. Myself, Wes Reynolds, our producer, Aaron Oster, all involved. So it's all six of us. And right now, you see the plays. Tim went with the Toledo Ball State over 50. Sean has Ohio laying two. Britain has an Eastern Michigan and Toledo. I believe that's a teaser uh, at plus 127 there, uh, being able to get that one. Then uh, our producer Aaron is on the Ohio-Miami over 51.5. And, and then Wes mentioned his uh, parlay there, Ball State plus the points. Parlayed with Miami on the money line, and then I'm on Ball State on the money line. So uh, we'll see how this unfolds. Right now, I'm in the lead. I have a slight lead over Tim based on our first round of entries. So uh, hopefully our, our, our crew can get this thing done. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we see those guys all the time. They talk trash to us. So we want to be able to put the results in their face. But we're just getting started here on VEASAN Live. Bet tonight we'll get a little college basketball. It's some NHL as well as this match. And as we roll on here on the show, this is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. College basketball has started, and now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide at over 400 pages. It's our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson and Matt Eumann, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdown of all 60 coaching changes since last season. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, Wes was also a big part of the college basketball betting guide. I know you guys are all excited and fired up after putting so much work yeah. into this coming out on Thursday here, so a couple of days from that. But uh, um, I know you've mentioned it in the past, but for the folks who are just tuning in and might have missed it, which conferences were you assigned? I did the Big Ten and the ACC. There we go. So Big Ten ACC Challenge. Uh, is what you were assigned there. And uh, just yes. any little nuggets that the people can look for? Because we talked about all the, the breakdowns of the teams and the, the odds and the coaching yeah. changes and the transfer portal, which is impossible yeah, to keep track and of. when we do like our order of ranking, that's just how we would rank them for the preseason. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily the order I would bet. But, uh, of course, uh, went Indiana number one in the Big Ten just because they lose the least. They yeah. have – they're the only team out of 14 teams in the Big Ten Conference that don't lose a double-digit score. All of their losses, you know, transfer, graduation, were kind of at the back end of the roster. So have them rank number one. I did put UNC, kind of had to. I think the fact that they brought the most experience back mm -hmm. in Duke at two has the most talent. But uh, UVA uh, might be the team you want to look at at seven to one. I think uh, they kind of had a blip on the radar, just couldn't score because they play that pack line defense and they were pretty yeah. good defensively. And, you know, it takes a lot of work to control that tempo and slow a game down. Just couldn't hit outside shots. Just couldn't hit a jump shot to save their life. I think they're going to be better, though, this year. I was uh, sniffing around on the old uh, Ken Palm last night, just getting a look at what college basketball was going to be looking like this year, and I saw Virginia raked seventh mm -hmm. in the Ken Palm. So the, the smart folks who do the crunch the numbers right. really like this and, Cavaliers. And I know reading uh, Ken Palm, just kind of looking at that, he tends to value these defensive teams. Mm -hmm. Like, if you always see Wisconsin's always ranked super high. Houston. Virginia, yeah, these teams that can really turn these into, you know, the proverbial rock fights and have these win these grinded out games, they tend to get valued very high in uh, Mr. Pomeroy's mm -hmm. rankings. And, and I almost wonder if, like, because I think the teams that I value are the teams that can create extra possessions. Like, because, like, there's teams that are really good defensively but don't really force turnovers. Mm -hmm. And those teams that really like kind of get in your shorts and turn you over a little bit there. And I think those are the teams that I particularly value because I think college basketball with 40 minutes, there's not a whole lot of possessions. And if you can steal, yeah, get extra like possessions, eight to absolutely. 10 a game, that goes a long way in not only covering big spreads or just winning games, especially come tournament time. So a little nugget there for those folks out there. Look at that turnover percentage 
on defense if you see the high and the teams can force some turnovers. Because I feel like that was the weakness that I, I always look back at futures that I play in college basketball. Like, all right, how did this lose or what happened mm-hmm. here? And the Illinois team from two years ago with Io DeSumo, Kobe yeah. Coburn, all those guys, and that was their biggest weakness. They Il- never forced turnovers. Illinois is going to be an interesting team, though, because two years ago they were – ball-dominant guard, Io DeSonmu, who you mm-hmm. mentioned, and then they worked a lot through the post with Kofi Coburn. This year, they can play a lot more, you know, kind of the the in-vogue term, I guess, is positionless basketball yeah. because they have guys that can guard different positions, and that's really kind of what the Big Ten needs. The Big Ten is a big-man conference in a guard era. You know, they, there's a lot of big post guys in the Big Ten, and just the way, and that's one thing I pointed out in the betting guide too, and I'll, you know, hit that point over and over again and reinforce it. In the Big Ten, it's kind of seen as like tackle basketball mm-hmm. a little bit. It's very physical. They let a lot, you know, they let the guys, you know, play play hard and have a lot of contact. But that's one of the reasons why I think – I don't think it's a talent issue in the Big Ten, but that's one of the reasons why you've seen Big Ten not have a lot of success in the NCAA tournament. I mean, when's the last time? It was over 20 years when Michigan State and the Flintstones – Mateen Cleaves. Mateen Cleaves, Mo Pete, and and all those guys uh, won the championship for Tom Izzo, and you haven't seen one since out of the Big Ten. Just a joke of a touchdown. From Toledo out there. Uh, Toledo goes, go. they went ahead and scored. Uh, now it's a one-point game pending the extra point, but right now minus 210 on the money line, Ball State plus 170. But the, the point that you brought up about the Big Ten there, and I want to ask you this last thing before we turn back to the match and fully, um, is this the year that they end that drought? Do I hope so. I, I hope that team in uh, Cream and Crimson does it. Uh, we're, they're going to get tested, though. They got to go to Xavier. They get North Carolina coming in for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. They go to Kansas. They play Arizona right out here in Las Vegas. Those are four very good teams. So, look, Mike Woodson, I think, did want to beef up the schedule for Indiana. They were very good defensively in the first year, switching from that pack line to that switching man-to-man that Woody brings from the NBA. Now they got to find some guys and shoot the ball, though. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what's been so frustrating as a kid that grew up in the Bob Knight era. It's like Indiana always had dudes to shoot the ball. Like, where's Steve Alford? They don't know. They don't <laughs> have, those are long gone. They don't have guys that can make the outside shots anymore. Maybe, hopefully, this year. Only made four last night, but only attempted a lot. But they defend their asses off. Yes, though. they do. So like, that's the thing that, that they, can, they have working in their favor there. Uh, and one of the best players in the country in Trace Jackson Davis. He was a Big Ten Player of the Year the preseason. Yes. Player of the year? I assume so. Yeah, first team All American. And 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 that's one of the things I like about about this NIL is that a lot of these seniors coming back, Armando Baycott, Drew Timmy, Oscar Tashibwe. So I think it's good to have a mix of young, you know, freshmen, quote unquote diaper dandies, and also some seniors. Some guys that we've grown accustomed to and uh, have built relationships with over the past uh, handful of years. But uh, in the Maction, like I mentioned, Toledo just scored on a deep touchdown with 8.51 left to play in the first half. So it's tied up at 14, Toledo and Ball State. Right now, that number is right back to where it was prior to the Ball State TD. Rockets, 7.5-point favorites total at 60.5 here. Ball State plus 280 on the money line. Um, In the game that I know you're monitoring because you have the second half under mm-hmm. now eastern michigan akron still 24 to 14 that was our halftime score uh eastern michigan the eagles nine, nine and a half point favorites total sitting at 60 and a half uh here which is trending a little higher than uh the pre-flop close there but so yes. far no points on the board which is what you want yeah to essentially under 65 for the game and uh eastern michigan takes a big sack though an interception so Play it in the middle of the field. Play it in between the 20s. That's what you always want with the yep. under. Just, just drive to about midfield and go ahead and punt it. The other team drive to midfield mm-hmm. and go ahead and punt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't that be ideal? Uh, right now, Ohio and Miami of Ohio, that second half has already gotten underway as well. The Bobcats, three-point favorites, total 40 and a half. This being a very low-scoring game to this point, and this actually closed 52. So we're really trending toward the under in this game. At what point? Would you be entertaining a live over between Ohio and Miami of Ohio? You know, uh, when it get let's see, second half, it was 24 and a half, 25 on the total, 42, something in the low to mid 30s. But look, I didn't really like the second, the second half mm-hmm. because number one, I think Miami's got to show that they can do something offensively. I think there's Ohio does get the ball here to start the second half, I believe. Uh, just uh, looking at this app, yes, they do. So, uh, you know, Miami got doubled in yards, uh, you know, still hanging in there for the plus three, not necessarily for the money line that I have for our uh, rollover deal. But 
know, Miami's got to at least try to show a little bit of life offensively. This Ohio team, by the way, very different team than we're used to. Uh, you know, used to seeing them just run, run, run under Frank Solich. Mm-hmm. 218 passing yards, only 25 on the ground. This is a much different team with uh, Curtis Rourke at quarterback and uh, no more Frank Solich. Yeah, that's that's just college football these days. I feel yeah. like very few run oriented. Well, offense. and and that's why you know when you deal with these trends, you got to keep them in mind because you have coaching changes. You know, so a trend in like the Frank Solich era isn't going to apply with the trend with the new coach. So that that that's one thing you know. Always, I mean, trends can be your acquaintances and not necessarily your friends because of the turnover that you have. Now, sometimes these trends, they go over 5, 10, 15, however many years because you've got a guy that's always a good underdog coach because he's a really good motivator. No one believes in us and always plays that card, and his kids can respond even when you had player turnover. But most of these trends, you're just getting so many coaching changes. I mean, how many coaches – stay one place at a college program 15, oh, 20 years anymore. I mean, never. I mean, everybody thought Brian Kelly was going to stay at Notre mm-hmm. Dame forever. Mm-hmm. And he goes down to LSU doing a terrific job down there in Baton Rouge right. now. But, yeah, like these guys, it's it's musical chairs. Now, mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think many people thought Lincoln Riley was going to bolt from Oklahoma. If he was going to bolt, they thought he was going to go to the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he goes to USC to try to yeah. revitalize so, that so, program. So that's why when you're looking at, like, trends with coaches – you want to look at the guys that have been there a long time. Like you pretty much know who Kirk Ferentz is at Iowa. You pretty much know Pat Fitzgerald has always been terrific by and large as an underdog at Northwestern. So you get these guys that stay 10, 15, 20 plus years. Then even when the personnel changes, unless they change their offensive and defensive philosophies, you kind of pretty much know what you're getting. So then do you keep coaching profiles to make sure that oh, like, guys leave and go from different jobs that those trends a- end up carrying? A- absolutely, and, and, and that's what you want to stick to. You know, you don't want these guys, oh, they leave every three or four years. Yeah, yeah. so coaching profiles more so than school profiles, given that these coaches go ahead and change their jobs. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll have more on the other side. It's VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet Plus Get, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, right now, Maction is taking center stage here on this Tuesday night for us. Three games going on in the MAC, which is absolutely beautiful. Football every single day until the day before Thanksgiving. Right now, Eastern Michigan leading Akron 24-14. to uh, Probably under six minutes to go here in the third quarter. Total down to 55 yeah, and a half. Akron just tried a uh, long field goal, and that goes ahead and miss. It was a 44-yarder. So uh, no points so far here in the uh, first nine minutes. Uh, EMU minus eight and a half, 54 and a half the total. And we also have Ohio and Miami of Ohio. The Bobcats up 17 to seven, laying eight and a half in game, and the total at 42 and a half. So we discussed the at what point do we potentially try to play the over, but I mm-hmm. thought you brought up the good point of, hey, um, it's going to need to be Ohio probably doing it themselves yeah. because Miami of Ohio really well, hasn't gotten anything Well, done. that was a long drive. That took almost half the quarter. Uh, Ohio converts with the touchdown. So you're Miami. You basically have to score on this drive or this mm-hmm. game is going to be over. And right now with under six to go in Toledo, the Rockets leading the ball state, or rather it's tied. 14-14 Toledo and Ball State right now. Yeah, Toledo uh, just missed a 47-yarder, by the way, with Love a little bit it. over six minutes ago. So, Love uh, to see it. Cardinals, uh, Charlie Cardinal hanging in in the glass bowl. Man, if I can get another Ball State money line like last week, that's, that's what we need. 
That's what we need for this uh, rollover contest and stuff. But, uh, hey, you know what? Contest is, uh, is where we're at. But uh, we discussed a little bit of college basketball in the previous segment, and we'll discuss more coming up later on in the show to talk about some of these in-game betting strategies. But, Wes, right now, did you bet many of tonight's card in college? I, I, so I, I did. Uh, I did a, l- a little bit better last night. But uh, mm-hmm. I did have Ryder get home. Uh, I tried the totals, and probably this is a lesson learned. Totals I'm not going to be as good on because early in the season because you don't have a sample size and teams change tempos sometimes throughout yeah. the year. It's it's not as consistent like Duquesne tonight. Bet the under Duquesne runs full court pressure. You know, under Keith Danbrod, really didn't see that coming uh, because he's never ran that before. And they score 91, 91, 63, easy winner over the uh, Montana Grizzlies tonight. So that was one I thought that was going to go under and it goes over. Uh, Purdue game, uh, Thought that was going to go over, and then uh, uh, their tr- the transfer guard uh, didn't end up playing, so that falls short, even though it did go over for the second half. I'm looking at Coppin State and Georgetown right now. The Hoyas were 18-point favorites at the close at DraftKings, total 148.5, but they only have a two-point lead at halftime here, Wes. Yeah. And the second-half numbers, does anything pop to you right now? Georgetown laying 10.5 total at 78. The total's right about the number, and I did like the under, and I think it got like a little bit of action, might have moved about a half a point or a point. Neither team really shooting the ball grade. Coppin State, 38%. Georgetown at 37%. Of course, uh, this is always a big game uh, for Coppin State because, you know, they're in the uh, Baltimore area. And, uh, you know, uh, Juan Dixon being the coach, the uh, the, the former Maryland Terrapin, yep. who was on that uh, 20, national 2002 team. national title team. I sorry about that. I won't talk about who they beat yeah, in that sorry, national title game. Didn't, what, didn't mean to bring that well, up. A pretty boring game to watch live, by the way, in Atlanta. But <laughs> I digress. Uh Coppin State, by the way, is playing back-to-back nights. They played at Charlotte last night, 82-59. to Charlotte's a little bit more of a slower-tempo team. Ron Sanchez, the coach, he was a Tony Bennett assistant, has been down there at Charlotte for a few years. So I just thought, you know, Coppin's going to have the tempo, but I don't think they're going to have the offensive efficiency. So just kind of looking at this right now, total basically, the second-half total equates to pretty much the pre-flop. So this is uh, nothing for me in the second half. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm seeing some off-the-grid places where it's 10 minus 114. Most other places, it's 10 and a half. So um, we'll see if there's any little push-pull here going on with the side for the second-half market. But right now, the Hoya is leading it. Hoya Paranoia up by two against uh, Coppin State, 36-34 to 34 here. Um, and we have a college basketball game, Georgia Southern and San Jose State. That's going to tip off mm-hmm. at 7 o'clock. That one expected to be a little bit more competitive, Wes, uh, with the line right now. San Jose State, three-point favorites with a total at 135 juice toward the under. Yeah, numbers lean a little bit to uh, San Jose State. Uh, You know, new backcourt, essentially, for uh, Georgia Southern. They're usually a pretty good defensive team under Brian Berg. It is Tim Miles now at San Jose State for his second year. Defense probably should be better uh, better from Tim Miles. I think I think a lot of Tim Miles as a coach. Obviously, mm-hmm. San Jose State, that is one of the lower programs in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, they played uh, uh, California State Los Angeles in an exhibition game, and CSULA, uh, I believe, is their abbreviation. I get those state schools confused. <laughs> 11 of 19 from the three in the first game. So uh, we'll see if that San Jose defense improves. My numbers lean to them, but no play for me. And we just had a Miami of Ohio touchdown. So, again, now they're picking up the pace and they're scoring in the match in there. Uh, Ohio leading at 17 to 14. Now the Bobcats laying three in the hook, total at 48 and a half. So, uh, apparently we should have went ahead and got in on that that over when it was at about 40 in that range there before a couple of touchdowns. And now we have a pretty good game. Yeah, because it hasn't even updated on my app here. So, now 17 to 14 would like to get the outright with Miami. But – I did also take three minus a dollar fifteen with the Red Hawks. Yeah, if we can get the Cardinals to just do something productive in the passing game, yeah, that would be nice. Well, well, you know, you know, you got that stud in the running back, Carson Steele, my guy from Greenwood, Indiana. Not, not a very big guy, but a guy that plays big. No, and he's been doing his job. He has sixteen carries for one twelve and two touchdowns, mm-hmm. and this is the first half. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like Steele, under three minutes to go, and he already has like a, a full game stat line right now. You, you can't give it to him 40 times in the game. So I feel like the passing game is going to eventually have to carry its weight. I mean, right now, five of 14 for 14 yards. 
Yeah, so uh, like that's that's dreadful. Yeah, you're not, and that's putting you behind the chains, you know. When Toledo stacks the block, and when they do get a rare stop on first down with the run game, and also you got to block for Jeez. your quarterback as he's going to lose about 12 yards on that sack. That would also help Ball State's cause. Yeah, it's just it's not good from from Ball State in the passing game, and one of the reasons why they had so much success against Kent State last week is that they just kept being able to run the football. Now you're mm-hmm. up against a little bit better competition, and Toledo's not going to just let you sit there and run it all day. I mean, Steele has 112 yards for two touchdowns, so they're having some success, but you're going to have to keep up in this game with the Rockets. Yeah, right yeah, because this is a very potent offense. So, uh, you know, and, and, and they did get a big play, uh, obviously, the last drive where, you know, Daquan Finn, the quarterback, did start very slow, and I kind of thought that he would, but, you know, Rockets could pick it up. So this might be a game I might look to middle okay. at some point where I keep my ball state position, even though I'm on a atrocious number, and see what I can lay with Toledo. Maybe, you know, if I lay six and a half or something, it can fall in between the two numbers and possibly work that middle. Yeah. You think Ball State's cooked here in terms of winning outright? I don't know if they're cooked necessarily. It's just, you know, it's kind of like just a numbers play. Yeah. You know, with with Toledo at least kind of picking up their offense and like we were just talking about with the uh, passing game. That's what concerns you. Ball State's getting out yarded 118 to 207, Oof. 14 passing yards. And, uh, you know, Toledo, you know, finally, I think, is kind of starting to figure it out in the pass game. Yeah, Toledo's definitely uh, shaking off the rust uh, for Finn there as he's come back into the starting lineup for the Rockets here in this game. So 229 left to play in the first half, tied up at 14. And important to note that it is Toledo who gets the ball to start the second half. Mm-hmm. So if they're able to kind of double up here and win that middle eight, uh, this could be real problematic for, yep. for Ball State. I mean, the next time they get the football, they could be down two scores. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that could be good. concerning. And obviously, 229 left to go. Toledo does have two timeouts. So, uh, you know, they, they got plenty of time here. Hopefully they can get a stop. <laughs> or get a turnover or something, or get no pressure at all and let the quarterbacks just dance around. Uh, that's also an option as well. Uh, we, we got a minute left here. We saw earlier tonight the college football playoff rankings came out. At Georgia number one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four. Yeah, that I know you? why they put them there because they're undefeated, but I think Tennessee should have been four, personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still got a win over Alabama. They lost to the number one team in the country on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that it's like, okay, we boosted TCU. Look, I think TCU is a little bit overrated. I know that's not going to make me a lot of friends down in Fort Worth, but (laughs) I think that they are. I think they've been very fortunate in some of their games this year. So I would have had Tennessee four. I maybe would have had TCU five and Oregon six. I don't have a problem with the uh, rest of the rankings necessarily. Is there anything to glean from a betting standpoint with Oregon being number six, if they win out and win the Pac-12, is it safe to say the Ducks will make the playoffs? I think they could be in the top four. They, I mean, they need a team, obviously, to lose in front of them. Yeah. But, you know, nice chance uh, against Washington, a good 7-2 and two Washington team. Uh, Oregon uh, just slightly less than two touchdowns this weekend. Yeah. Husky's been a little sloppy on the road as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see if Oregon at Oxen Stadium, where they say it never rains, but I've been there and it rains, so don't listen to them. Uh, <laughs> come on back with us. This is Beeson Live Bet tonight. It never rains. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da>. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zinn Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zinn is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're uh, hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, taking in the Maction. Looks like Ball State was able to force a Toledo punt with 43 seconds left. So I can't wait to see this uh, Cardinals passing attack here mm-hmm. in, in a no-huddle situation. <laughs> yeah, this might be taken, you know, uh, well, Toledo, they do have one timeout, but this might be like, okay, take a knee and let's be happy. Double-digit dogs that were tied at the half. Yeah, well, right now they're uh, they're four wide, so so we'll see what yeah, happens. Of course, with, uh, and they they could be running it also out of this. Yeah. Corner. Oh, they're gonna throw it. All right, this should. Oh, look at that. Oh, there we go. Maybe they just need to open things up a little bit. Yeah, Miss Pass Mr. 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 Uh, conservative Reynolds with his offense. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> sit on uh, the ball. I'm like, I'm like Dave Ross, man. Just take the points. <laughs> Take, Sit on the ball. <laughs> hashtag take And I, I believe Akron uh, has, uh, we'll see if that arm was going forward. I don't know if they've That's kicked the, the extra points yet, but Akron looks like they have a fumble return for a house call, but I do believe that they are reviewing Eastern Michigan to see if that guy, if that quarterback's arm was going forward. It looks like it was, but he kind of drops the ball, so... And and they're gonna and then they're gonna uphold it. Uh, uh, they're gonna overturn that touchdown for Akron yeah. that they had run for a house call. So still twenty four to fourteen, Eastern Michigan gonna be a third and twelve uh, for the Eagles here. So uh, avoided a touchdown uh, if you were uh, on Eastern Michigan as EMU by the way just outside the red zone. The action started to pick up, man. It's starting to pick up. It's Mac- picking up in Ohio, Miami of Ohio. Action Jackson here. It, it honestly is there. Uh, right now, the Bobcats up 24 to 14. Uh, the total is sitting at 54 and a half. And our producer, Aaron Oster, is on the over in that game. We thought it was a dead over. And now it's looking like this thing might go And boy, uh, go what, what an absolute momentum shifter here. Akron, with a fumble return touchdown, gets overturned to an incomplete pass. Eastern Michigan scores the very next play. That's wild. Thirty to fourteen now. One thirty left to go. We'll wait for a line to uh, yeah, go ahead and adjust. Uh, by the way, uh, EMU did close six and fifty-seven, fifty-seven and a half in the market. So uh, gave you a lot of safety there if you laid the road favorite. Yeah, that's that's a big 
big swing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see that? From potential Akron defensive touchdown. To oh, Eastern yeah. Michigan uh, looking to go up by 17 there. Uh, I actually toyed with the possibility of taking Akron on the money line in this game, but I was like, you know what? I don't really feel it. I'm not yeah. feeling this one. I'm, Akron, I'm going to go back to the card. Akron coached by Joe Moorhead, who was the former uh, Mississippi State head coach, was the, the OC at Oregon, Oregon, was the OC at Penn State. So you know what he likes to do, a lot of zone read, a lot of running with with the quarterback. So now 31-14, to 14, EMU, 130 left to go. That, by the way, was the first score of the second half. We're essentially with under 27 in the second half on under 65. And there's a chance that Ball State might be able to get some points here before the half, which I didn't think was possible right? based on how things were trending here. Um, they have two timeouts left. And they're kind of they're at the Toledo 45 around that range, so they're not in field goal range quite yet. But uh, first down or about 15 yards or so, they might be able to get into a reasonable field goal range. The kicker's career long 47 yards, so theoretically, you probably want to get into like that 40 yard range. You don't want to have to give them a, a mm-hmm. career long field goal to try to make that one. That could go uh, poorly. But uh, right now, Ball State catching six and a half in the in game, and the total sitting at 52 and a half. So the market has continued to adjust to. Ball State might be maybe being that kind of frisky live underdog here in this game. So yeah. we'll see if they can get a, a yeah, first Yeah, the range for this kicker, I believe, is uh, 47 is yeah. his career long. So uh, they're nowhere near that right now as Toledo uh, almost had an interception there. So yeah, third and five great. for uh, Charlie Cardinal. Yeah, that would not be great. We don't need to turn over here in this situation. Um, you know, it's interesting. Like when you see these teams that get it going with the tempo, then all of a sudden they get slowed down and it just – it goes to a halt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the tempo is really what kind of helps them get this thing going. And that's what's helped Ball State really start to find some success in the passing game, at least in this uh, on this drive. Because prior to that, I mean, they had, what, 14 yards? They only have 34 yards, Paddock. Seven of, of 17 for 34 yards. But right. A big third and five here uh, for the Ball State Cardinals. If maybe they can pick this up with the two timeouts that they have in pocket. It looks like they might use one of them. Um, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> they're they're going to use a timeout on, on a play where the clock was stopped. Right. That's and and look, not even not even any time to get your field goal team set yeah. up, even if you get a first down. Yeah. No, it's and they have one timeout left, but it's still, it's you could have maybe ran a couple more plays. Now you're probably down to like one play, maybe maybe two. But yeah, that's kind of just mismanagement of the situation there by the by the Cardinals right now but that game is 16 seconds away from halftime we will be breaking down the second half market i know you said that you were potentially eyeing toledo i think for you for you and your purposes you would love a cardinals yeah. field goal to yeah. bring that number down even lower absolutely it's like a, you might be able to go ahead and get like a four and a half or something um for that second half line there with the with the rockets favored so third and five right now big play as the pass rush just gets home immediately uh, that, this offensive line yeah, sucks. Yeah, now, now it, it's just go to the locker room. Yeah, just yeah, go to the locker room. Just be glad that you're tied and, and figure out. I mean, look at the tackle. Like, just gets destroyed on a swim move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that wasn't meant to be for Ball State. No. But, uh, look, you'll take uh, almost a two-touchdown underdog. You'll take 14-14 to 14 going into the locker mm-hmm. room. Uh, so first half uh, total, uh, I believe, was uh, 27, 27 and a half. Mm-hmm. So that does go over. Toledo, by the way, will get the ball first in the second half. Yep. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that uh, once we get a price. Uh, uh, Miami of Ohio does have a fourth down. I don't think they're going to get it. 24 to 14 here, by the way, uh, very late in the third quarter. It looks like we have a uh, turnover on downs for the Red Hawks. Trying to see if we have a, a second half line um, in this game. I'm seeing like what you projected over at DraftKings. Toledo six and a half point favorites. Total twenty four and a half. Yep. Does that still interest you? I know you were talking about that moments ago about maybe laying it with Toledo to try to create a middle for yourself there. You still yeah, still rocking with that? Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on it. Do a little bit more research. Uh, on it as uh, Akron, by the way, does get a big play down the field. It is 31 to 14. So all of a sudden, uh, looking at my uh, in-game uh, total here, and that's probably mm. going to rise now that uh, Akron is in the red zone. They're one of two tonight. Line got taken off the board. I was going to try to get it updated. I can update Ohio and Miami of Ohio, though. Ohio minus nine and a half, minus 130, 51 and a half, juice the over at minus 130. 
So hopefully they can get a stop here uh, for Eastern Michigan and they can uh, prevent that from, uh, from jacking up that total uh, in that game right now because you're on the under 27 and a half mm-hmm. or 27 or 27. 27. So under 27 in the second half. And right now it's Ohio leading Miami of Ohio 24 to 14. Market's still populating here in this Ball State and Toledo game. Haven't seen anything really um, jump out here from any of the markets other than that DraftKings right now with it being six and a half there. But while we have a little bit of time, Wes, we can let folks know our pro tip for the hour, which, and let me know if you agree with this one, but uh, with Finn coming back for Toledo, Daquan Finn, I thought that, you know, it's, yes, the market moved against us. Yes. You took the 11 and a half. I took the uh, Ball State Cardinals on the money line, but I think it's it can be advantageous to fade some of these quarterbacks in their first start returning from injuries. Mm-hmm. And we saw that with Dak Prescott. And now I guess the Cowboys covered against the Lions, but that took quite a bit for them to yeah. cover that one. Well, especially but in the first half. Especially in the first half, yes. you saw that shaky. Mac Jones against the Chicago Bears only played three series. Uh, so you see it in the NFL, and you also see it in college as well. So just because a quarterback has returned to the starting lineup doesn't mean they're going to be kind of rolling on all cylinders mm-hmm. and just being the person that they were prior to that injury. So keep that in mind when you see that news, and oftentimes you can wait for it quarterback ruled in and we might see that maybe with the bills with josh allen against the minnesota vikings if that quarterback gets ruled in and the market reacts to that mm-hmm. news you might find some value yeah on that's that's where you want to go against it you don't want to be a chaser and kind of uh follow the herd in that situation yeah so that was our pro tip for the hour we do an every hour on VEASAN across every show so that means at least 20 every day they're all available for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. So we're going to wait for this market to start to populate, seeing six and a half being the number off the grid. Also total sitting at 27. One spot juice to the over, another spot juice to the under. So during the break, we'll see if the opinion can kind of merge together here and we'll get a solid second half market in Ball State and Toledo. That does it for hour number one. Hour number two on the other side, it's VSIN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.